Welcome into Aiden Sports Prime Time on a Monday night from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, back better than ever and proud as always to be presented to you by the folks at Two Rivers Ford. Mobile service is something that they can offer you along with their award-winning customer service at Two Rivers Ford. Very uh, very simple to sign up today. Just go to tworiversford.com or go pay them a visit if you want to do it in person in Mount Juliet, just seven miles east of Nashville International Airport. DraftKings Sportsbook. Get in on all the action using the promo code A2Z Sports. That is where you go to win some money whilst watching your favorite sporting events. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code A2Z Sports. Ashton, uh, Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. That's where you go for your dream address without the stress or if you're in the market to sell your home, sell for more with the official real estate agent of the Preds, the Titans, and primetime at GaryAshton.com. And of course, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com is where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Get in your comfort zone this summer. Make sure you do it before it gets too hot. Brymac Mechanical at Brymac.com. Nuck if you buck, says Keelan. That's right. It feels good to be back, baby. I had, I had a day off. Uh, a, a night off last night on primetime, a day off today on the radio. Uh, we let young Lucas spread his wings and soar on the radio instead of me today. And, uh, you know, all the radio shows had the day off. I think Austin and Zach, I assume they're going to have, I assume they had today off. I, I don't think they did a show, but I don't know. I didn't check. I assume that everybody had a day off, but now I'm rested. Well, I'm not quite rested because I had a big weekend, but I'm rejuvenated. I'm ready to talk about Julio Jones. So indeed, tonight we are going to knock, baby. We're going to get involved. Uh, Brad Lifford says, hope everybody had a good holiday. God bless all the veterans. Absolutely. If you have, if you have served, if you have lost somebody in your life who has who served, uh, we, you know, all, all, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the appropriate way to put it. All credit due to them for making the ultimate sacrifice, which is service to this country, of course. So we appreciate all of the people, all of the men and women who have put their themselves in harm's way so that we can screw around and do things like the primetime show. But Julio, that's what they're going to be saying, says Titans Kyle. That's right. That's the word. That's the name on the lips of all of NFL media on A.J. Brown. I, I hear on John Robinson's lips as well. In fact, I'm going to share with you some information that I got uh, on Thursday night because we haven't done primetime, obviously, since Thursday night. And I had I went to Titans practice on Thursday during the day, but afterwards, after we did the primetime show late into the evening, I got some good information. I got some good tidbits that kind of affirmed the latest stories that we've been hearing about the Titans and a second round pick for Julio Jones. So we'll get into that over the course of the evening. I will share with you this video because I did it on the radio show, obviously, because primetime had already concluded for the week. And we wanted to make sure that we shared it with you as well. Um, but first, the question is for you guys, your Two Rivers Ford take. What is the biggest Titans transaction under John Robinson? What would you say has been John's biggest trade? Uh, for Well, transaction, it can mean a number of things. It can be a free agent signing. We would, uh, we would include those. It can be a trade that was made either, you know, for draft picks or for a player or for both. However you want to quantify it, the, the door is open for you to list the biggest trade of John Robinson or biggest, most impactful, the thing that you have valued the most. What is 
John Robinson's biggest transaction in his now heading into year six of uh, of being at the helm of the Tennessee Titans organization. Let me know on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch. We're going to talk about it together over the course of the primetime show. Let me know. And while you guys do that, I will tell you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford, the name that you know, the brand that you trust since 1983. Nearly 40 years in the industry is what Two Rivers Ford is, how Two Rivers Ford, how long Two Rivers Ford has been offering you exceptional award-winning customer service. Not just that, they can provide to you service on the go. They can bring what they do to you, whether you're at the pool, whether you're at the office, whatever you need, Two Rivers Ford has it with mobile service, something that they pride themselves on. Give them a look out in Mount Juliet, uh, uh, just seven miles east of Nashville International Airport or online at tworiversford.com. They would be more than happy to see you guys when you go out there and tell them that I sent you. Uh, So the biggest transaction of John Robinson's career, he's had many really good ones, and we can discuss them at length tonight. I want to know what you think, what you find to be the most impactful in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, let's see. Biggest uh, biggest shock trading away, Casey, says John Spain Howard. Uh, very impactful move, not just because of what Jarrell has meant to the organization over, you know, I think he spent about a decade here, maybe just shy. I think it was nine years ultimately, just shy of a decade. But yes, trading away Jarrell was a big one, right? Not just because of what he meant, but because of how much money they cleared up. And nobody is going to look at that and say that John Robinson didn't make the right decision based on how all of that went down. You cleared the money, understanding that you didn't spend the money in a way that would make you happy. You would still be on the books for that contract if Jarrell Casey had been kept around. Dom Odell says, Tannehill by far. Tannehill is number one. Kelly is a close second. Buyer John Ujahan. Are big too, says Luke Corbett. Well, that's it's interesting that you would go Dennis too. Dennis, obviously, uh, a big part of what this franchise has been, but to put him at, like at the second of those transactions is is a uh, you know pretty high praise. Jr. says hiring Vrabel, which is not not. I think Jr. is probably the only person that I've seen say that. Mike has had a huge influence on the success of this franchise. They were winning uh, the year before he got here, but now since then, five consecutive winning seasons. Mike Vrabel having been responsible for three of them. Um, Mike has been a, a huge, a huge presence to the organization. I mean, you could make the argument that outside of Derek, Vrabel's the face of the franchise, I would say. AJ's getting there. Uh, you know, Derek is Derek is so quiet off the field. On the field, of course, his play is loud, his presence is loud, he's a giant you know, uh, transformer of a running back out here, stiff arming you out of your soul. But Vrabel is different. Vrabel is kind of the front facing entity of this thing in a way that most head coaches, like college, that's the case. But in the NFL, it's not always the case. Vrabel's a big part of who the Tennessee Titans are. Um, Tanny and D Murray trades is 24 Sherlock 24 talking, of course, about the DeMarco Murray trade, John Robinson's first transaction in 2016. That was Absolutely a big deal. Lewis Chesney is trolling, saying Isaiah Wilson in the comment section. That's okay, Lewis. You can say what you like uh, as as long as you would like to. Um, but there's something there's something to me 
that really stood out because we're we're running the, all through this through the the entire prism of Julio Jones, right? If if John trades for Julio Jones, it's going to be recency bias, but a lot of people are going to say, you know, this is the biggest uh, move that John Robinson has made. It's the most bold move that John Robinson has made. It is the potential to change the franchise's fortunes, and all of that may be true, and it still may not be the biggest. Now, obviously, it has to happen for it to make this list, but let's let's kind of ramp this conversation back about a week ago, I think is when Diana Rossini came on my radio show on 104.5 The Zone. It's the Buck Rising Show, if you miss it, uh, on terrestrial radio from 10 to 1 weekdays, except for today because I was off today. You can subscribe to the podcast, The Buck Rising Show. So Diana came on. And this was the conversation that Diana and I had about Julio Jones right before she reported that Tennessee and Atlanta had talked about him. So let's discuss. What the hell am I supposed to make of Julio Jones not on the Atlanta Falcons schedule this year? I know. I wanted to spice up your Twitter. Why did, why it, was did, getting, did, it was getting boring today. There weren't enough surveys by 10 a.m. <laughs> so let's go back to just the chatter before the draft. Yeah. So I had heard that Atlanta was open for business in dealing Julio Jones. And it was something that they'd been open to for a while. And it just happened to come up before the draft because that that, that would make a lot of sense for teams um, to make trades go down and and be able to to pick up a a receiver um, at that point. Um, 32 years old, lots of injuries. You kind of wonder, part of me wonders, why would they want to get rid of him? This is still Julio Jones. But this may be a reflection of how Arthur Smith sees this offense now, which is he's got weapons. He's got some, he, he may not need Julio. Yeah. And the price that he comes with, with the age and the injuries, as we're saying, and, and you know, he doesn't practice all the time. There's a lot of little things that go with Julio Jones. So Atlanta is open and, and they're calling around too, to see if teams will bite. It's just, do I think, Tennessee's in the Julio Jones market business? No. I mean, it would be an interesting deal. Here's Arthur Smith, who comes from the Tennessee family, dealing a receiver who he doesn't think can make his team better to his former team that would bring him on because they think he can. Yeah. It, that, that makes no sense to me. You know, I feel like if anything, there's there would be trust between the two. Not that they would be working together, but don't you think that they would understand, like, all right, we're kind of all on the same page. We all want the same type of player. Um, and I think type of player is important, going back to what we were saying with who the Tennessee Titans are, based on personality, identity, and, and who the guys are on this team. And I'm not – I've been around Julio a lot, and I've obviously been around the Titans a lot. And I, I it would shock me. It would really surprise me if, if this became a real thing. I don't get the sense I've, I've reached out to people. I don't, no one's told me that the Tennessee Titans are interested in Julio Jones. They're, that I have not heard any of that, Yeah. but I know the gossip mill would love to run with it. So this was before Julio Jones went on undisputed and told, oh, hang on. I'm a, we're looking at the wrong screen here. I got to remove this for the people. That is something we're going to get to here in a second, which you guys are going to enjoy because that's from the radio show. But Diana Diana came on the radio show. This was before Julio Jones got called on Undisputed. Bavin says, terrible take by Rossini. Bavin, you got to understand. Like, uh, And John Bell sh- says she don't know shit. Um, that's not true at all. Diana knows a great deal about this organization. And I play this, I play this clip for you to tell you 
how much has changed in the last, let's say, 72 hours, okay? Because Diana came on. Uh, she's never spot on with the Titans, says Sherlock. No, Sherlock. <laughs> she She's the first one to get the Tannehill extension. Diana's reporting on the Titans is almost always spot on. So this was, let's say, two weeks ago, okay? Before Julio gets called by Shannon Sharp on Undisputed. And uh, then Diana reports, remember, that it's going to be a long shot that the Titans and the Falcons have talked about this, have talked about this, but it's still a long shot, okay? And I've actually talked to Diana about this. And there's more information that's going to come out about this that will create a more full picture once the transaction is actually made. Uh, Diana and I, you know, because I saw Mike Florio's report saying it's the expectation of people around the league that the Titans will end up with Julio Jones for a second-round pick. Before Florio said that, I went on my radio show on Friday, and I had a I had a little bit of a nugget, small small nugget. It's nothing. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's nothing. I didn't have I had I didn't have compensation for what Julio would cost. That came out when Florio reported it. I think it was later. No, it was Saturday. It was yeah, Memorial Day weekend. Got me all messed up on my timeline. Florio reported the second round pick on Saturday. I'll tell you what I said and what I found out the night before my radio show on Friday and then brought it to the radio show while I was very, very hungover in my bathrobe because that's how, how much of a professional I am. I'll tell you guys what exactly, well, I'll just let you hear it. Here in a second, right after I tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, baby. DraftKings Sportsbook, it's not only my favorite sportsbook, but as I mentioned, it's America's top-rated sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate, plenty of instructions for new betters, as I was, and nearly limitless ways to get in on all of the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in site credits. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A2ZSports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if you do, you will claim 100 bucks in free credits. Promo code A to Z Sports for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only, wager paid out, inside credits, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789. So, Diana comes on the radio show two weeks ago. Uh, she's saying, I don't think Tennessee's in the Julio Jones business. And at the time, they had been very, very, very quiet about the idea of Tennessee getting Julio Jones. If they were talking about it, it was in very, very, very tight circles. Okay? And then I had some conversations on Thursday night, not at OTA practice, but on Thursday night, and I came prepared to talk about it on the radio show on Friday morning. Obviously, we didn't have a primetime show since then. So I feel it's necessary to let you guys know a little bit about what was going on or what I was hearing Thursday night that kind of conflicted with Diana's long shot report. The construction is John Robinson. <laughs> Just standing there, arms crossed, big old chaw in. Laughing because he, you know, everybody's talking about Julio Jones. Julio Jones to the Titans. 
What are the Titans? The Titans have had conversations with the Falcons, as our friend Diana Rossini reported yesterday, and set your all of your uh, all of your little hearts aflame, calling it a quote long shot for the Titans to be able to pull off that trade. So John's standing there right at the gate when I walk in, and he just kind of just kind of scoffs and said, "Hey, slacker, you know you missed your opportunity. I've just spilled my guts about the whole situation." Teresa Walker is there; she's laughing at me. Corey Curtis is there from News 2 laughing at me. You know, obviously, John has not disclosed any actual information. But then I see this morning that the odds for the Titans, uh, for, for the services of Julio Jones, the odds have yet again shifted. The markets are moving. The Patriots from plus 700 to plus 150. So they're now the favorites to land Julio Jones. In second place is still the Tennessee Titans, up from plus 1,000. To plus two hundred, and I had I had a few conversations yesterday that make me feel that the Julio Jones it, it's still probably a long shot, and I don't you know I'm not out here trying to what's the proper word I don't want to use something a, a phrase that I can't use on terrestrial radio Lucas, um I'm not trying to tease you is what I should say. But I do not believe it to be as big a long shot as maybe you were made to feel like based on Diana's reporting yesterday. That's as much detail as I can go into. I do not believe it to be quite as big of a long shot that the Titans might be in on Julio Jones. So then Florio's uh, then Florio's report comes out about the Tennessee Titans, the expectation around the league being for a third round pick, or excuse me, a second round pick, that it has shifted massively since even Friday when that radio show aired. It has moved in a way where the Titans are now are now the aggressors in this, where the Titans are trying to, you know, find a way to wait out the Falcons and see. Who, if anybody, because now you've seen the Seahawks kind of get in, the Rams jumped in, and then they jumped out. Again, all of this has shifted very, very rapidly in a way that is, you know, making people like Diana, who two weeks ago said, yeah, they're not even in the Julio Jones business. It's it's making her look incredibly wrong, but that's just how rapidly the flow of information has changed. They say the Seahawks are talking too, says Amar. Yeah, that's just what I've brought up. So you have... You have the Falcons who are, and I won't, I, I don't know who Diana's sources are. And I would not, uh, I would not try to out her sources uh, in any kind of way. But consider, always consider where the information is coming from. Where who benefits from the leak, okay? So when it so when Diana reports that somebody had a first round, first round pick on the table to the Falcons for Julio Jones. Uh, Atlanta then blows that up, ramps that up on their own social media platforms, on their own team website, citing Diana's report as the Falcons having a first-round pick on the table for Julio Jones, which is very, very odd to see that happen. Taking advantage of the momentum that Diana's reporting has created for them, right? So then... You see a situation where Mike Florio comes out and disputes that. I'm hearing from people here locally that it's not, it, as described, Diana described it as a long shot, 
I'm hearing that it's very much they're on the aggressive about it. They want to get this deal done. But what I know to be certain is that a first round pick for the Tennessee Titans never on the table. That that is something that I am that I am reporting that I am willing to put out a first round pick was never on the table for the Tennessee Titans. So they're sitting back and waiting for somebody else to try it. They're calling the Falcons bluff saying, all right, you got a first rounder on the table. It's not our offer. Uh, if if you would like to pay less of Julio Jones salary, then whoever is going to offer you a first round pick is probably going to want you to remember like Tannehill uh, where the Titans traded for Tannehill. Uh, the Titans gave Miami a fourth, but they ended up paying $7 million of Tannehill's salary to make it much, much more, much, much more slighted in the Titans' favor. This is what the Falcons are looking for with Julio Jones. Somebody take this salary off our books. We can't afford it. Somebody take the vast majority of this thing so that we don't have to eat it and have about, you know, 300, uh, there are over 300,000 in available cap space, but that's like top 51. Once they get to roster cutdown day, they're going to be in bad shape. They're going to be over by quite a bit. They need Julio out there, and they need somebody else to pay their salary. A team that would be offering a first-round pick for Julio Jones is probably going to look at that and say, yeah, okay, but you, you still eat some of the salary, Atlanta. Whereas the Titans are saying, yeah, I mean, what?" and this is a hypothetical. I don't know that this is how the conversation went down, but <laughs> the Titans... If I was John Robinson, I would approach it and say, yeah, we'll eat the salary. We'll give you a second. We will also, it's all it takes is a Ryan Tannehill restructure for us to get this done. Don't worry about it. We'll make your lives a lot easier. Just give us the, the all-pro wide receiver. We'll find a way to make the money work. You don't have to worry about the money anymore. And you get a second-round pick. Now, it would be a low second-round pick, right? Because the Titans would, at that point, um, I mean, they are considered legitimate contenders, but and they haven't picked. Um, they haven't picked lower than like twenty-two in quite some time. It's been a while since the Titans have had a high or have had high round draft picks at this point, or like high up in the round draft picks. You know what I'm saying? But they can call Atlanta's bluff and say, "Okay, you know, go ahead, take the first round pick. It's not going to be the money that you want off the books. The money's the most important thing. The draft compensation is nice." But the thing that Atlanta needs out of there is the money that Julio Jones is costing. Titans have the ability to make that work. Jeff Roberts says, I hope we can all rejoice tomorrow. Well, it'll probably it'll be June 2nd when this deal goes down, although you'll probably start to hear rumblings of it once it is finally in place, no matter what team it is. Uh, probably sometime tomorrow after, what would that be, 4 p.m. Eastern, after the close of league business for the day. Uh, should have picked up Corey's fifth-year option, says Theo. No, it's $12.5 million. You're good on Corey Davis. Cut Julio a check after trading for him. Lower his salary, says Rashid. I don't know that I would do that. Uh, I don't think he's – I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong about him, but his extension, uh, an extension for Julio at this age, I don't think is worth your time. Uh, it was obvious. Let's see. He was getting better. Same with Jack Conklin, says Theo. I, Theo, it's not about the players getting better. It's about the court, certainly for the wide receivers, about the quarterback got better. Corey Davis might have been capable of that all on. Ryan Tannehill just got, I'm not going to get into a Corey Davis discussion, Theo. It's done. Uh, you know, let it go. Okay. Corey Davis plays for the Jets now. Now you're talking about Julio Jones. Corey Davis out of your life. Julio Jones potentially in your life. Suck it up. You'll be fine. Uh, why can't Atlanta restructure contracts for Julio? 
just like the Titans can, says Titans for Life. And that's a good question that I would have to do a little more research on, but Julio's Julio's contract may not be eligible for a, re, uh, for a restructure. Some contracts, the way that they are put together, like a no trade clause, for example, not some of these some of these contracts are cut and paste for star players. Many more times do you see different language, different wording, different clauses, like a no trade clause, like a, a restructure ineligibility clause if they're trying to move the money around. And also, Atlanta is thinking, as Diana said, that Julio has already reached the peak of his powers. Whoever is getting Julio Jones now is going to get a lesser version of Julio Jones. Atlanta has seen the best of them, and they're banking on 32 years old, nine games last year. Okay, still productive, but. Is it really worth all the hassle to continue to keep this guy around if we've got Cal Pitts, we've got Calvin Ridley, if we think that Matt Ryan is competent and Arthur Smith's going to make him better call in the plays? They they are acting, their actions would indicate that they do not think they need Julio Jones, which is funny to say out loud. But they may not be far off if they think Cal Pitts is as good a tight end as ever a tight end has existed as Mel Kuyper, I was listening to Mel Kuyper, an old old Mel Kuyper podcast about Cal Pitts, the best tight end he's ever scouted. And, you know, you can you can like Mel, you can dislike Mel, whatever. But that's tough praise to come by, certainly for somebody who has, uh, cer- certainly for somebody who we have yet to see play a professional sl- uh, snap. That's the reason why they're in cap hell right now, says Ronnie. They restructured Matt Ryan. That's why they're in bad shape. His cap, his cap hit went all the way up. They didn't want to restructure Grady Jarrett. They've been dealing with financial trouble for some time now. It's uh, I can't remember the name of their old GM, Dimitrov. Thomas Dimitrov uh, really put them in a bad financial position. And now Terry Fontenot is having to pick up the pieces at this point. For me, though, if, if, if John was to do this, if John was to do this, it would only be, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it would be. Actually, I'm going to tell you what it would be right now. It would be the second best move of John Robinson's career. The first would be Tannehill by a mile. If John Robinson was to get this deal done, it would be fantastic. DeMarco Murray was a big deal. Trading the first overall pick in, what was that, 2016 to get Conklin, Derrick Henry. Yeah, you had some duds like Kevin Dodd in the middle of all of that. But Austin Johnson not really panning out. But you've got Derrick Henry and Jack Conklin for the first overall pick uh, in 2016. You got DeMarco Murray for a swap of a fourth, which ended up being a big deal, if only for a year. It helped kind of propel you into this phase of Titans football that you are now, even if that team wasn't the most successful, wasn't the most sexy, whatever. Then Ryan Tannehill is by far and away, you got your franchise quarterback for a fourth round pick and change, and Miami paid most of his salary. Now you're paying him big money, but Tannehill changes everything. Julio Jones doesn't matter if you don't have Ryan Tannehill. Um but ultimately, this would be this would be a massive, massive move if John could get it done. And by all accounts, uh, things have changed rapidly in the past. I would even say, I would even say, yeah, seventy-two hours. Things have changed rapidly in seventy-two hours, where the Titans are very, very much the hell in this thing. They're just sitting there. John Robinson's got his poker face on. He's like, "All right, your move, Seattle. You want to put a first-round pick on the table? <clears throat> okay, Atlanta. If you're going to get a first-round pick from Seattle." Uh, are, are you going to continue to eat the salary that Seattle wants you to eat to keep to get Julio Jones uh, off of their books? No, we have the money. We have the room for you. We have the room for you to uh, to give him all to give. Okay, let me rephrase. 
the Titans have the room, can make the room, to pay all of Julio's salary as long as they choose to pay it, which in theory would be after 2023 because it's tough to get rid of him before then. We will also give you a second-round pick. And if anybody's going to do better than that, we're just going to sit back and wait. Uh, and Well, and Benji adds, Seattle doesn't have a first. So what? what is the offer? This is this is important. Thank you guys for pointing that out because I had forgotten Seattle doesn't have a first-round pick next year. Uh, advantage Titans. <laughs> that's the easiest... That's the easiest way we, we can say it. Advantage Titans, 1,000%. Uh, Seattle doesn't have a first-round pick this year. And they're probably going to ask Atlanta to uh, to keep some of that salary. And you would be trading Julio to an NFC team, which you don't want to do. Because if you see if you make the playoffs and you see Julio Jones and he has a big-ass game against you and that's why you get sent home, everybody's going to be pointing and laughing at the Atlanta Falcons. If you, don't, if you are going to see him at any point in the postseason, you better hope it's the damn Super Bowl because he's playing for an AFC team. Advantage, Titans, Titans, Titans. Baby, this has got me red hot. You know how much fun my job would? I mean, my job is great. I have I have the best jobs in the world. But if Julio Jones comes to the Titans, I will forgive John Robinson for not signing Tom Brady last year because I was a little bitter about that for a while because that would have been great for me. But, you know, everything can't be for me. I can't be selfish about everything, although I want to be. <laughs> Here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Let's move on and let's talk about uh, roster building. Let's talk about, uh, let me ask you a question about the completion at this point of this roster or lack thereof. It's a very simple question. Fair or foul? Does Julio Jones complete the Titans roster? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Let me know the answer to that question. Fair or foul, Julio Jones would complete the Titans roster. I would be curious to know your answer. While you guys are telling me that, I will tell you about the fine folks at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That's where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will get you in business, they will put you in your comfort zone as the seasons, I mean, the seasons have already changed. It's hot as hell outside Nashville, Tennessee. You don't want to be caught with your pants down without AC because if you don't have AC, you'd be taking your pants down, you'd be taking your shirt off, you'd be sweating bullets inside your home. You don't want to do that. You want to be in your comfort zone. So call Brymac, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Excuse me as I take a quick sip. So, Julio Jones. Would it complete, fair or foul, would it complete the Titans roster? Let me know in the comment section. Uh, yes, says Omar. Najee says yes. Well, that's not really the game, but it's okay. Uh, we will take those as fair. Uh, fair still need a tight end, says Brad Lifford. Well, then it's foul, Brad, because you've just cited a, a need that they have. Albert says fair. Bavin says still need a tight end. Andrew Reed says tight end is a hole and a half. Uh, foul for Brian. Fair for Will. Foul for Lewis. Yes for Hugo, which is a fair. Play the game right down. Guys, I, <laughs> I and and it's okay. It's a it's a small, it's a very very minimal mistake that Hugo and some of you have made. But I can't make I can't make the question any simpler for you. If I say fair or foul, then you can't say yes. I mean, you can you can say yes or no, but then you're playing the game wrong. Like I'm <laughs> every day, every well every day that we do the primetime show. Producer Reed and I we sit on a phone call, we put the show together, and I say, okay, how can I keep from asking people yes or no questions. 
I don't want to ask people yes or no questions. Fair or foul is basically a yes or no question, but it's different because you can expand on it. You drop a yes in my lap. What am I going to do with it, Hugo? I'm just sitting here looking at it. So yes, great. Expand, Hugo. I need more. How can I ask you a simple question and play a simple game with you if you can't play by the rules of the game? Hugo, baby, be better. It's okay. You're coming off a long weekend. I understand. Maybe you're a little rusty. Um, I'm not. I'm feeling great. I've got a lot of energy, and I'm not going to rip anybody tonight because I'm in a good. I'm in a good, good headspace, Hugo. I'm not going to get after anybody because it's again very, very, very small. But it's things like this. It's Hugo. Why? Why are you doing this? Why? Why? Why do you do? Why you do this to me, baby? You got to be better than that. Fair or foul? Not yes. <laughs> Here in the comments on Facebook, uh, Periscope, YouTube, or Twitch, Luke Corbett says, "I love you," but come on. <laughs> Every time, Luke is the best. Uh, well, no, you're all the best. I, I don't play favorites, but Luke always gets me with that. C-Dub is just laughing at me. 100% uh, fair if Delaney comes back. Yes, Buck, I know you hate the idea. I don't. I mean, <sighs> the Delaney thing, man. Listen, okay. If Tim Tebow can get a job, Delaney Walker can get a job. Like, it's uh, Tim Tebow for as, for as silly as I think a 37-year-old tight end who hasn't played football in, in a year plus. Um, yeah, he's had time to get his body right, sure. But I, I, And I have no idea what kind of shape Delaney's in. Delaney's always been uh, incredible. He's expressed an interest in playing this year. Totally cool. Um, and I, I would have – I don't want to say what I would have laughed at it because I don't ever laugh at guys like Delaney Walker. But but if Tim Tebow can, if Tim Tebow can get a job, Delaney Walker can get a job. So, you know, what the hell? Uh, shoot your shot. But – I don't know, like, legit, does it solve your problem at tight end? No, I think you're kind of looking at it, and you're still riding with Ferks or his tight end one, and then Delaney is a, a, a role player, which is fine, but you need more than a role player. Ferkser is a role player. Swain is a role player. Jared Pinckney didn't even show up to OTAs, which is dumb. Dumb, 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 okay? Jared Pinckney, who has an opportunity to make this roster, who people keep telling me, all you Vandy, I mean, there's not a ton of Vandy fans, but the Vandy fans that exist and come into this chat on a regular basis, they say, oh, watch out for Jared Pinckney. He's got to show up. He's got to do something to make an impact on the roster. Missing the, you know, thinking that you're a vet, that you can take Memorial Day weekend off, because, yeah, A.J. Brown's not out there. Taylor Wan's out there. Ryan Tannehill, not out there. Jeff Simmons, not out there. Kevin Byer, not out there. Not that deep. Jared Pinckney. You're trying to make the roster show the hell up. Ferks is there. Amani Hooker's there. Christian Fulton is there. Do better. This Pinkney guy, that's that's one of the stupidest things that I could think of. I it's not even that deep. It's not like it's a strenuous time of year. I don't know where he stays during the offseason, but one would think that he could probably find his way easily to Nashville, given that he spent four years here playing football. Pinkney ran 5-1-40, can't play in the NFL. I mean, you could be slow and play in the NFL. I, Delaney's probably not much faster at this point. You guys are telling me you went Delaney. I'm telling you, UDFA tight end Moore is the tight end to watch this Patrick Bird. I've seen him out there. He's fine, but, you know, Jared Pinkney has the opportunity to push the roster. CO, Theo says ASAP Burke will be good. Yeah, he's good right now, but he's not a good starting tight end. There's a lot of different things that Ferkser can't do. Ferkser can play in the slot. Great. He's your slot receiver. I'm not worried about your slot receiver because you got Ferks on the roster. You need a tight end. OJ Howard or David Njoku, anyone? Yeah, get, get Julio Jones first and then talk to me about a trade for a tight end because it's going to make it a lot harder. You have to free up a lot more money. Um, maybe Pinckney couldn't get the day off. I heard Arby's was open, so probably had to work. That's not nice, BMO. We don't know that. We don't know that 
I mean, I don't know what he does in the offseason, but he's clearly not showing up to work, which is, I mean, it's voluntary, which is fine. But if you're Jared Pinkney, probably shouldn't be voluntary. Anyway, um, roster building. It's it's foul, right? Because they don't have a tight end. Uh, everybody is looking at this Julio Jones like this is the thing that that is the nail in the coffin. Titans Super Bowl as soon as they trade for Julio, if that indeed does happen. And, and it could happen, and they could still find a – Competent tight end if somebody gets released and, and they can, you know, pay them a lesser value because it's a weird year. You can get away with these one-year deals like that for better, more established players. Um, but this is not a this is foul, 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 foul. They don't have a tight end. I mean, they have tight ends, but they don't have a tight end. They don't have a tight end that's going to start, that's going to do it all, that's going to line up in the backfield, that's going to split out wide, that's going to play in line. They don't have Janu. They need Janu. They don't have Janu. John, who was great replacing Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker needed replacing <laughs> at that point in his career. Was successfully done, and now you need John, who back, and he's gone. He's a good tight end, says Ruben. Uh, well, you know, again, I don't know that because he doesn't show up to work. Uh, Walker was the only player Mario Mariota could complete a pass to, says John Spade Howard. If you fail at Julio, go get Ertz, says 10 Sports News. No, I'm good on Ertz. That's just fine. But as Brandon Noel says, I feel like they're waiting for Ertz to be released. I I don't know that. I know that they have had conversations about tight ends on other people's rosters. I'm certain Ertz is one of them because uh, because Philadelphia needs that contract off the books as well, and they would like to trade him. But everybody else is looking around and saying, "No, we, you don't need to. We don't need to trade for him. You're just going to cut him because you can. You can't keep him around, and you can get out from under the contract. And that's just fine. We need to find a Tanyan, says Theo. Uh, yeah, those are tough to come by. And also, he has the MVP at quarterback, so it probably makes Robert Tanya a tad bit better than he actually is. Uh, do you believe Julio absolves them of fault for not drafting a wide receiver earlier? In the- I mean, Josh, I'm not like, I'm not mad at him. Listen, I'm not mad at John Robin. Okay, here's why I'm not mad about the wide receiver in the fourth. Because we spent two and a half months talking about, look how deep this wide receiver class is. Look how long you can go. Uh, look how long you can go and still find good wide receiver help. I literally had a conversation. We had a primetime show around how late in the draft would you be willing to t- take a wide uh, wide receiver? I said, yeah, take one in the fourth. I'm probably good. You go find help elsewhere. You find help out on the open market. They've got a couple of guys. By the way, Chester Rogers kind of looks nice right now at OTAs. I know that's not going to, you know, I'm not going to like sex things up for you guys a lot, but I'm not pissed at him for not taking a wide I'm not pissed at them for testing the depth of the draft that we all said, look at the depth. It's stupid. So, you know, if he if he ends up sucking, yeah, then you can be pissed. But that's doing the analysis in retrospect. In the immediate, uh, wide receiver, very, very deep in this class, they tested it. And so now we're going to find out if it actually worked out. But like right now, I'm not, I mean, I'm not mad at them. If, if it blows up in their face, then yeah, then you can be mad at them. Uh, worried about the defense, man. Offense is going to get, uh, offense is going to get drill. The King is going to get drill. The King, uh, Brian Speedy. I need you to be grammatically better than that. I, you know, I can, I, I Ron Burgundy, these things. And if you got you, I, I'm not calling you dumb, Brian, but you make me sound dumb when I read your things that are not grammatically correct. We need better. Uh, I rewatched every game from last season. If we spent every pick on defense, I wouldn't have been mad. Since Luke. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Chester Rogers, LOL. Nope. This is tied for life. I mean, you guys, I, I he's going to play Tides for life. You can, you can be pissed about it. He's going to play. He's going to make the roster. He's going to play. Uh, I will concede 
Says the GOAT, CJ2K. They played for Tommy Tremble on that pick and had to act quick on their feet. Uh, the tight end, yeah. they they, prop, they he Robinson talked about that a little bit, but they still came out of that draft without a tight end. And you don't want to just – you don't want them to just take a tight end for the sake of saying that they did, but it's a big hole. It's a problem. And so at this point, that uh, situation, fair or foul, Julio Jones completes the Titans roster. Foul, 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 foul. Uh, let's move on. So free site. Used to be on Thursday nights. Now it's going to be on Sunday nights. You're asking, you're saying, well, no, you idiot. It's a Monday night. Well, I didn't do a show Sunday. So now we're doing free site this week on Monday. What is the best thing that you saw on the internet this weekend? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Actually, that's not even the question I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you, this is a free site, scale of one to 10. How desperate is Urban Meyer for attention? And if you know what I'm talking about, you know that it's a 10 out of 10. Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch before we wrap up this primetime Monday night. Let me know. Uh, oh, Brian, said, Brian, says, uh, Brian says, I'm driving. Brian, why are you typing in the chat if you're driving? Get, put, it, put us on your speaker and drive the car. Don't comment. I mean, I love it. Thank you for feeling necessary to comment. Get the hell off your phone. Don't tell me that you're on your phone. Put it down. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm out here yelling. I'm out here yelling. I can't remember who I was yelling at for saying yes to a fair or foul question. But if you're driving, don't tell me that you're texting and driving. That's the dumbest thing you could possibly. Now, Brian, I'm calling you dumb because you're texting and driving. I'm driving two bucks. Back. Get out. Stop it. Please cut it out. Or at least don't tell me. So I don't. So, no, I mean, don't do it. You can tell me if you want, but I'm going to yell at you about it. Don't don't chat and drive. Are you kidding me? Just listen to the show. It's okay. I love you guys. I love that you want to participate. Get off your phones <laughs> while you're in the car. 10 Sports News says, I'm operating a plane. Bavin says, I have a Tesla. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, does it drive itself? Otherwise, out of here. <laughs> Do not text and drive. Dear God. You guys, you guys got me out here. I'm like your parents. I'm out here doing a PSA. Stop it. Honestly, you guys are the worst. <laughs> you're the best. I love you. I love you to death, but you're the worst. Like, like Luke Corbett says, come on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, scale of one to 10. <laughs> you guys are cracking me up. Pull over and text the show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I, I, I promised I'd say that less because I, I, I bothered some people with how often I uh, I take, you know, I'm, I'm Catholic and I shouldn't be taking the Lord's name in vain. Anyway, but I'm not a practicing. Anyway, nobody cares about that. Get off your phone. <laughs> well, stay on your phone if you're not in your car. And it and if you're in your car, you can stay on your phone. Just don't be typing while driving this. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you guys, give me your answer. Scale of one to 10 in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, or Twitch. How desperate is Urban Meyer for attention? I will tell you. About the man who needs no attention, but we're going to give it to him anyway. It's the Ashton. It's Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress. That is what the Ashton team will offer to you. It's an incredibly difficult market right now if you're trying to buy a home. So you want to use the people who you know you can trust. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. They're the official realtor of me. They're the official realtor of the Titans. They're the official realtor of the Preds because all of the best people, not, you know, not, 
I mean, that sounds like I'm placing myself on a much higher pedestal than I deserve, but I'm pretty good and I got good taste. And that's why I use the Ashton team, GaryAshton.com. <laughs> this show is a trip tonight, which makes me very happy because I miss you guys. I even, even having, I mean, we, I talk to you so much <laughs> between radio, between podcasts, between the, the primetime show. I talk to you guys way too much, but when I don't get to talk to you, I miss you. So uh, thank you for making this fun for me tonight. Not that you don't every night. We need Julio now, says Dr. Drew. Dr. Do too on Periscope. Uh, hey, Buck, headed to San Diego tomorrow. Never been. If you've been, have any suggestions of what to hit up? I've never been. My, my cousin went to San Diego University as a private, some kind of religious denomination school, but she had a condo right on the beach. I hear it's beautiful. I've never been, but enjoy. Um, him being on AEW, who was super cringe, says Tebow. 22, scale of one to 10. I'd say wet farts is SSJ Titan X on YouTube. You got me tonight. I'm giving a 10 to Tony and Shad Khan, though. AEW got all the attention for this. Hell yes, they did. But Urban Meyer, man, just get out of my life with Urban Meyer, honestly, because him being on AEW over the weekend, it was good move by AEW, but like Urban, enough already. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Crowd popped hard for Urban, says Music City Bets. I'm certain they did. But I I just don't need more Urban on television. You're just standing there looking awkward. He hands. I don't know who the wrestler is. Forgive me. My, uh, my AEW knowledge is lacking in that regard. But he just hands the dude a lap. He stands there awkwardly. He hands the dude a laptop, and that's the bit. I mean, it's, it's great promotion if you're AEW. It's a good business move by them, of course. Uh... I can't remember. Shad Khan is the owner of the Jags. His son, Tony, Tony Khan, is a bit has a big role. I don't know if he owns AEW, but he's very, very heavily involved in AEW. So of course, the the Khans and the uh, and the Jags and Urban Meyer and AEW, they're all going to get together. They're going to turn it into a whole bit, and everybody's going to win out of it, except for Urban. Because get him off my screen. Scale of one to ten. Ten out of ten. There, there is not a number that goes high enough. Infinity. How desperate is Urban Meyer for attention? Infinity. But, it, you know, it gave us something to talk about for five minutes at the end of the show. So lovely to be back. Love to see you guys. New 615. Well, I say new. We're going to play for you a couple of interviews um, that I, I did on the radio show. Tony Vitello, head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, they did not win in the F SEC Conference Tournament Championship game against Arkansas. but. They are very highly seeded and hosting a super regional in Knoxville. Tony Vitello was on the radio show. You're going to hear that. We're also going to do your Music City Mailbag questions. So if you have questions for me that I did not get to tonight on the primetime show, slide in my DMs on Instagram, Buck at Buck Rising. Very, very simple. There's the only difference between my Instagram handle and the, uh, what do you call this? This is, a, this is a name tag. I don't know what this is. Anyway, the only difference between my Instagram handle and this thing right in front of me is there's no space in between. At Buck Rising, slide in my DMs, ask a question. We'll get to it on the Music City Mailbag tomorrow on the podcast. 
615 sessions in your agency sports podcast feed. Radio show tomorrow is going to be great. Mike Giardi from the NFL Network. We're going to talk about the Patriots and the Titans and Julio Jones because Mike's obviously in New England. We will also have Mike Wilson of the Knoxville New Sentinel because we're going to talk balls baseball, and that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be the first radio show back after a long weekend off. I'm going to have a lot to say, which is good because i got three hours to say it. And then we'll be back on the primetime show tomorrow night. God knows what we're going to talk about, but we're going to have fun. We're going to do it with great effort. We're going to do it with great energy because we are back from the vacation, baby. A long weekend, a good weekend, but it's good to be back at work as well because you know what? I'm not that tired yet. No!